Hey guys, welcome back to the Moto Academy podcast. If you want to watch full episodes, you can do so exclusively at club.themotoacademy.com. This is an app that offers the highest level of motocross training. You guys can send in your riding footage to be analyzed. We have hundreds of hours of tutorial videos, full episodes of this podcast available to view, and so much more. You guys can hang out with Jet Lawrence, myself, and cameraman Cam, and the rest of the Emoto Academy team inside of the Moto Academy app. Check that out at club.themotoacademy.com. Hello, Albert here. Moto Academy podcast number... Either 13 and a half or 14. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One or the other. I'm surprised you even can guess within any amount. Right. But you, were, we're, you were stuck on podcast eight for weeks i thought we were on podcast eight yeah like four weeks in a row you're like this is number eight right i'm like no oh we've we made it yeah we're, we made it we, we have arrived. james back for some reason is there a need is there a need for that <laughs> is there a need for the for some reason we filmed a bunch today we, we did a class today at winchester oh we're so tired am i yeah, the only what, one who's tired what time is it Somebody do a time check. 9.30. 9.30 at oh, night. We're starting we had at class 9.30? Today. Oh we God. just are starting this podcast, for those of you wondering. This podcast has just begun. Welcome to our And it's 9.30 at night. We're in a hotel room somewhere in Keene, New Hampshire. Just had class today. Winchester Speed Park all day long. Great class. Perfect weather. Dude. It's fall time in New England. It's mm-hmm. hard to... It's hard to beat that. When no, you don't beat that. When uh, when everybody was doing their warm up this morning, I just kind of uh, did one of these and just looked around. I'm like, mm, this is really nice. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> something what? about that fall air. The man. sun hit oh. me the right way, taking it all in. And somebody came by and looked like they were just having a good time as they were taking the corner. And I'm like, you know what? What day was it today? Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday? Well, you know, I'm glad you have those moments. There's a lot of people. I have those moments all the time. Mm. Purposely. Uh, That's good. I brought about that moment purposely. But the, the sun hit me the right way, and I was like, yep, this is cool. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. Are right you kidding? Now. How lucky? I was going to... Did I say anything to class? I don't know. I got there late. I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You missed the... I, I gave missed a little the speech moment. this morning, yeah. What kind of speech? Mm. About that? Not much one. I just basically said how cool it is that we are all here doing what we were doing something like that oh, that's good no it's good yeah no i I'd, i had never been to winchester it was a blast wicked fun drive. Allie, what'd you think good answer wow i agree so okay <laughs> she's not here <laughs> we got doug in the room um yep so that happened you uh, rode a couple laps what you rode nhmx Yep. What would you rate NHMX on a scale of one to ten? Well, you see, Albert, mm. I made a, I did a track review of Jolly Rogers. Yeah. Can't okay. for the life of me remember the score. Mm-hmm. Um, out of ten, Jollies. Well, it popped my front tire. I came to find out today, so that's gonna dock it a little bit. Mine as well. And yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was something going on. Yeah. Oh, There's something out there. Tire. Yeah. yeah. Mine too. Both of ours. Bad line choice. Okay. Okay. What if you popped both of our tires? I did ride both of those bikes, but no, his was flat before I got there. Maybe we had the good line choice. Yeah. Right? Was yours flat before I got there? One out of ten. 
Off top of the dome. What would you give? Uh, uh, NHMX. 8-7. Love wow. that track. Uh, it's my favorite track. Great. Yeah. Eight, NHMX, seven. one out of ten. Uh, yesterday was really good. I, um, it's hard because it's so different on race day, but for yesterday, I would say seven nine. Great. Yeah. Good score. Any any reasoning? Any quick reasoning? As to why Maybe it's not pros, higher? Or, okay. Um, why it's not higher? I think the base is a bit hard. Sure. For sure. There's a lot of rocks. Sure. Uh, that were just sitting on top. Um, the yeah. layout's really good. A couple random ones that would just get you. Yeah. After, you know where I was getting caught? Is in the right-hander suicide hill, you would drop down the hill. Yep. Right-hander riding the far left. Yeah. All it would have taken was for one of us to just go over there and move it, because it was just one. And it was in that <laughs> rut all day all long. Day. Oh, <laughs> all day long. And so every true. lap, I yeah. was like riding the edge of the rut to avoid this one rock. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should get it. And no, somebody else would get it. Nobody ever got yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't get it. I did not pick any rocks. And it never got bounced out of the line. Another bad spot for the rocks where I thought for sure I was going to get a pinch flat was after, right before Intimidator, right-hander going up the hill. Yeah. Like, acceleration chop up the yeah. hill. Rocks. Rocks. All in the rocks. Holes. However, okay, so but here's what was really cool. Overall, not that many rocks compared to what it used to be. What's your score for NHMX? I'm going to give it... High seven would probably probably be fair. Seven seven eight. What'd you give it? Seven nine. Yeah, no, it's a good track. Okay. Also, yesterday was super cool because we had the track to ourselves. We went on a day it was closed. Wicked cool experience. It's a good way to do it. You can ride the track backwards. You can free ride. Do whatever the heck you want. Do jump the intimidator. Hard for me to want to ride a track on a public day. It's hard. It's just hard, and people are scary. You know, I don't trust anybody. Jump the intimidator. Yep, it was did. really fun today because I got to ride with a couple guys that I've been watching all day. I did a moto with Honda guy who's in the app. Wicked Fabulous fun. Technique we were, we were if the, you're watching this. We were basically the same speed. You were? Yeah. Wow, good for him. Yeah. I didn't think he would have been that fast. Yeah, no, it was good. Amazing technique. Best technique maybe really I've solid. ever seen at a class. Yeah, yeah. really good. And I couldn't believe app. it. In the app. And I called it too. I saw him. I pulled him off. Yeah, in I was front of everybody. That. I was I like, might have been recording. Actually. Are you in the app? And he's like, yep. I'm like, wow. Yeah, you can tell. Um, yeah. And then Jeremy, my boy, Jeremy, who I befriended at MX 23. Also Moto Academy member. I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think. I think we, I, we met him at a class at least. I don't know for sure, but I think he is. Um, but yeah, no, he he and I did a moto and then I did a moto with a couple what, other kids. What was, was your so speed fun. in relation to him? He had me. It was actually kind of fun because I think I had him in a couple sections and he had me in a couple of sections. Hmm. So we were right next to each other, but I was pushing really hard he to keep a, up with him. He has a tendency to push too hard. Yeah. I Even was, in drills today, he was going way too fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was going everything I had. Also, I rode Aiden's bike and it was the best. Uh, it might be the best bike I've ever ridden. I'm well, up until this point. Really? I loved every. It was so good. Wow. It was like I freakish. did hear you say something. Aiden has a YZ250F. I don't know what year. Probably a 22. He's got the airbox mod, which apparently gives you like three or four horsepower. Does it make it more narrow? What? No. Okay. Thought it made it more narrow. <laughs> there is something that out there. To make it narrow? Yes. Yeah. There's something. Well, I don't need a narrow up 
whatever. Um, he has the airbox <laughs> mod, which gives you three or four horsepower, and then he just had the ECU three or tuned. Four horsepower? That's what Aiden told me. That's it. Couldn't be that many. It doesn't seem possible. But then again, you can get a horsepower well, you, off race gas, if you can't just, you? Yeah, if you like, just get it mapped and good fuel. Yeah. And then he had it mapped, and dude, that bike was a rocket. But like a fun, controllable rocket. Which is, it's weird. It didn't sound great. Really? I don't know what a good bike sounds like. I'm not a good person. I was going to say, everybody that. else was like, dude, that thing sounded like a factory. Oh, Your friend's yeah. bike sounded really I good I thought yesterday. Kip's bike sounded way better. Oh, weird. Personally. Interesting. Yeah. Well, dude, Aiden's bike, it was I'm like... so cold. It was so... It was so it was so fun. Not to mention his suspension was stiff because he's like twenty five pounds head heavier than me, which is crazy. I don't know how that's even possible, but it's possible somehow. Anywho, and um, but even though it was still too stiff, it was so good. Like you just you could hit anything as fast as you wanted, and it like mm. didn't react. It was awesome. Yeah, I don't know what that feels like. What would you rate Winchester Speed Park? Is where we were today. Dude, what would you rate think, that one to ten? Start with James. I gotta think. One to ten, Winchester. Again, based on today's conditions, mm. or in general, every like just the just the track in general. Um, see, I the only thing about Winchester that I don't like is that the jumps, like they're not. I just wish they were a little bit more amplified. That was you know? my favorite part about Winchester was the jumps. Today, they're the perfect size, in my opinion. Yeah, because they they weren't big. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. One thing I'm they a, do. I'm really not a pro. Well. You're a pro. Yeah. But it's like, I love when I can hit jumps hard and like soak it and up. It makes you feel good. Yeah. It just, it just yeah. feels good. Yeah. Like, mm. and Jolly's is kind of that way, except for the Intimidator. That one's intimidating. But Winchester, wow, the jumps were fun and the dirt was awesome. So interesting. I would give that an eight, eight one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Better than Jolly's. Yeah, I like that it's wider. There's a whole lot of options. Yeah. Jollies is wicked narrow. Yeah, there wasn't a jump on Jollies or Winchester that I'm really that pleased with. Really, the Intimidator's pretty fun because you can scrub and the landing steep, so it's it's fun to land down it a steep downside. No other jump. Oh, Suicide Hill's fun too. Suicide Hill is fun. Suicide Suicide Hill is fun. No other jump on that track is fun, or nor would I even consider it a jump. I've never jumped Suicide Hill, by the way. Uh, Winchester, no, nothing fun. For jumps? Table the singles aren't fun. They look Not like I thought Cooper's last. Leap is a fun jump to hit, but it's just too much. It like scary. Oh, I don't to do every lap in a race is just, nah. Like you don't, I don't think it's that fun. It's just I like a, blast. I don't know. It's a hard landing. I, I like yeah. smooth landings. Yeah. And that one, yeah, sure. You could jump a table, a single. That's huge. But the landing, it, no matter where you land, how you land it, it, it's hard. And you can't do anything off of it. You can't no. throw a whip even if you wanted and to. You're just hitting it so same fast. Same thing with a table, a single in the center. It's not whippable. Yep. That's a good point. The, yeah. So Winchester, I'd rate Winchester cool dirt amazing facility but i've never liked the layout of winchester because you can't take a turn without hitting a freaking yellow tire that's oh uh, if you're dude. fast enough to get any amount of lean angle you're hitting a lean you're hitting a yellow tire yeah because they're just too close to the inside lines and it, none of it really makes that much sense i've never been a fan of the off cambers that are set up there because it always feels like you're gonna wash out well Good news for the rest of us. High se- I'd give we it don't a, hit the yellow tire. I'd still give it a high seven. So same as Jolly or less than Jolly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. It takes a lot mm. for me for me to be like, wow, that track is so fun because the jumps have to be pretty big. Yeah. See, that's no fun. If I'm scared the whole lap, I'm not having fun. I'm scared. See, that's what I was saying. I, I just want, want the jumps. giant jumps the whole time. Yeah. Winchester was perfect. Huge jumps. Because Winchester, you have those. The table to singles are huge. They're not. But there's no landings. Yeah. It's not comfortable. I want a jump that's that distance. So 120 feet. Perfect sweet spot. 120 to 140 feet. But I want the takeoff to be twice as big. I want the landing to be three times as big. You know what it is? The takeoffs are really short. Yeah, they're short and steep takeoffs, and they're, you're landing oh, on extensions fast. that like aren't meant to be jumped to. Yeah, I. But for I Cam, it would be perfect because you love could it. scrub the tabletop oh, part of it, which is fun to scrub the table pop, tabletop part of it. Cooper's leap is fun to just scrub as a tabletop. Uh, what are the other ones? And the other ones are just basically small tabletops. Oh, so much fun! I guess fun. I don't know. I had a lot of. I fun. just like to really jump. Big jumps. Here's the thing, though. The thing that's kept me from going to Winchester, because I'm pretty close to home right now, two and a half hours maybe, is I hear Winchester is always packed, which is why I don't go. Hmm. Jollies, every time I've been to Jollies, I've been one of like 15. Is Winchester open on open practice days? Four open practice days? What a boring conversation. (laughs) Unreal. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about tonight? Questions. Nine thirty. Current events. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Either. Um, Tesla robot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah you want to fight over something? Yeah. What? I'm still confused. Am I watching the wrong video? Are you just? I not don't think under- you are. I don't think you're understanding what's happening. Yeah. No. No. I get it. I just think that 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 is not. It's not. A, uh, I think it's more about the function than it is the appearance. Okay, well, you know? here's the other thing. Right. Uh, that, fair, fair. But I'm I'm unimpressed by the appearance of that, if that's even close to the final. Okay, product. so right. here, for reference, everybody, for reference, Tesla AI Day just happened, like, last week at the time of recording, or at the time that this comes out. It was probably a week ago. Tesla, Tesla AI Day just happened where they're making a humanoid robot. And that's kind of terrifying. Anyway, it walked out on stage at AI Day. And AJ thinks it looked from like the 1980s, which is fine. Yeah, but so. then later oh, okay. came out the version that, they're, that it will look like. Oh, But right. that one couldn't walk yet is what happened. <laughs> that, no he, Elon said it was going to start walking in like three weeks. Huh? Okay. Why didn't they wait a little longer? So What's it look your... like? Can I see what it looks like? Yeah, it looks like him. It looks a little weird. It looks like Elon Musk? No. Uh, <laughs> that would be wild. Well, uh, yeah. That would, imagine that hair. That would scare me. Just show me. Because I saw the first one that came out that looked like really chunky, and it just looked like unimpressive to me. Especially because they set such a high level with their cars and so, yeah, you so know, everything's self, sharp looking. The self-driving engine runs the robot. What? The one that's in the car, the same one. Oh, okay. Runs a robot. Hang on. You How much are they? 20 grand. Doug, do you want one? He's thinking 20 grand for the first version, which is... <laughs> sounds great. I what don't is know. It? it seems cheap. What that's, does it do for you? Sounds cheap to me. Well, the idea behind it is it f- is... F- oh, yeah. The other thing is... Can like, it do... What's it... Can it... I don't... I, I refuse to do chores. It, that's what it's meant for. It's meant to do like busy work. Oh, that no. humans don't want to do. Can I do my laundry? 
it would I imagine it could do laundry in the in the examples on Dishes. screen they were um watering it was watering plants like walking around watering plants it was like bringing people boxes <laughs> like dude I can't believe I can't believe you thought this was unimpressive. Um, I need to see this. So that's the one that walked out. I'm gonna have to edit this on screen, but this is a robot that walked out on stage. Yeah. Yes, it that's, looks a little silly. Yeah. That's the one I'm unimpressed by. Which is, cr- do you know what's happening right there? <laughs> do you, okay. Do you know how? Okay. Hang on. Yeah. Hang I just on. think that's a real. I think. Think about making a computer stand up and not fall over. Okay. Let's think about that first. And then let's think about that computer taking steps like a human out on the stage, waving at the crowd, turning around and walking back. That it's, it's amazing, but I think that should happen 20 years ago. I think we're beyond that. I think we're, I have a question for you guys. I'm so dated. Um, I think we need to be further along. I need to find hurry up scientists. My back hurts. When do you guys think the the uprising will happen? (laughs) Okay. So here's what doesn't make any sense. Terminator. Yeah. Elon Musk. You know this. You listen to the Rogan podcast with him. Mm-hmm. He's like the one who's like AI is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Like yes. he's a, f- and yet he's making the ro- He's making the thing. <laughs> like yeah. Oh, not to mention they had well t-shirts. no better person to make it than the person that thinks that it's dangerous. You gotta see. I don't know. You gotta also they in in the AI day or whatever they showed the robot working in the factory building the cars like as a human like doing one of the humans jobs it was very bizarre but they were all wearing these shirts i wish i could find a picture of it i'm just gonna have to pull up the youtube video where's the cyber truck that's what i care about i know the whole time i was watching this i was like this is why i don't have a cyber truck yet (laughs) because they're building a human (laughs) like i want a truck i still have the same truck yeah i know because i'm waiting i'm dying to have well i think i'm gonna buy a van instead i think i changed my mind but um, Son of a gun. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's happening? <laughs> huh? What's this? I'm gonna. We're gonna walk through this. Sure. We're gonna walk through what's happening here. Okay. Unimpressed so far. Oh, this is gonna be so hard to edit in. It's gonna be unreal. Yes, it looks a little weird. He looks a little odd. Ouch. No, it just looks big <laughs> and very clunky. Yeah. He looks a little clunky and it tiptoeing. Okay, let's skip to what. <laughs> trying to sneak up on somebody let's this i want yeah, something so this that looks is like irobot this is it like doing tasks so this is it like working in the factory that is wild that that's doing that okay bear's making a whole lot of noise he is. yeah he is so this is what this is more of what it's going to look like i gotta stop referring oh. to him as he much better. Yeah, right? That's he, much better. The, he just can't walk yet, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but Almost that, creepy. So he has five fingers, each hand, a thumb that does what our thumbs do. Like the, the first one that you just saw didn't do that. Um, but yeah, this yeah, is the that, one. That's more what I would want it to look like. Okay. Can you imagine that thing walking around your house, dude? Pretty creepy. Yep. That pretty creepy. Like what? at what point do we see those in grocery like, stores? What if it just decided to fight you one That's day? what I'm saying. Okay. When, just one day it got a little mad at your tone and it just wanted to fight you. So you'd probably lose. Have you seen the videos about the AI like painting things? Yes. 
You have creepy, realistic to better yeah. than any human artist. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. You plug in words into this computer and it pops out a painting in any style you want. And it's literally better than a human can They're do. Beautiful. And it's AI. But something that they did within that is like they limited its knowledge. If you were to type in knife, it wouldn't know what to do. If you were to type in gun, it wouldn't know what to do. If you were to, like to type in violent things or, or stuff like that, it like makes stuff up. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So like, for instance, if you were to put in, um, oh, teddy bear, like I watched an MKBHD video about it and he typed in like teddy bear cutting a piece of bread and the teddy bear had scissors instead of a knife, for instance. Okay. So they're regulating it. Right. But it's AI. Will it ever learn Will it what figure violent it, things are? Like, obviously the painting thing won't, but this dude's walking around your house. Yeah. He's going to figure out what a knife the is and what it does. To where he's going to just... It cuts things. He's going to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long till he figures out what to cut? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is crazy. We're on the treadmill and we're not getting off yep. is what's going to happen. You No, exactly. Once, you, hmm. once you're there, if you actually have machines learning for themselves... It's actually happening in front of us. In our lifetime, we're going to have robots walking around that look like people doing people things. It's going to be freaking freaky. And you know it's going to be used as a weapon. We're going to right? have to. Like, does my dishes. I'm going to buy one so quick. 20 grand just to do the dishes. Dude, all dishes, you have to do is rinse it off and put it in the dishwasher. Dishes, laundry. What else? I do the dishes. I've stopped doing them less. As do you frequent. do the dishes or do you just put them I in the I do dishwasher? them more than I need to do them to even put them in the dishwasher. But gonna, yeah, that's fair. If I'm not home, there's not dishes being dished. <laughs> Dirtied? Dirty. Dirtied. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd have use for a robot. I think it would just scare the crap out of me to have it in my house. Mm. No, but Elon talked about, he's like, the future of this thing is what's exciting, right? Like, right now, it walking around, doing your dishes, watering your plants is kind of not exciting. But he's That's talking exciting. about, he's like, he's like, I want this to, like, be your friend. That's weird. No, but that's literally what he said on stage. He's like, if, if you have no one to go to dinner with, I want you to go, he didn't say this, but this is how I'm, I'm this is my own example. It's like, then you're going to go to dinner with your robot. That's very and it's going to be your, it's going to be like your friend. <laughs> Dude. So when I'm on a flight like brainstorming and typing in notes, I could just be having a conversation with my robot and just brainstorm <laughs> with my like, robot. So this is kind of a good idea. It's going to be a brainstorm. You only see the positive outcome to this. It's just going to be a brainstorm, buddy. We're just going to have conversation and just come up with guys, it walked next out level on ideas. Stage. Our kids are going to have to be the leaders of the resistance. He's he's all worked up about the Terminator. <laughs> no, but think about it. Like, obviously, like Tesla cars are very hard to hack. Like, very hard. Oh. However, you can do it. What, you, what happens awake. if you hack this dude? No idea. Like, oh man, it's gonna be wild. Yeah, peop, so you're saying people could uh, train their robots to do other things. If right. They yeah, that's not good. He said that these guys are going to be shipping in like three to four years, which probably means like five to seven. Oh. But that's right around the corner mm. for robots to be walking around. Mm. Are they going to be limited to 
Could it be a babysitter? You know, there's going to be laws, right? Like, don't send your robot to the grocery store. Somebody's going to make a law that says your robot needs to stay in the house. You think? Absolutely. What the frick would you do if you're driving along in Tampa and then you have to wait for a robot to cross the road at the crosswalk? You're going to be like, why am I waiting for that? (laughs) You of all people. Would you run it over? (laughs) No, I'd respect the robot trying to cross the street. Okay. I don't know if you would. I mean, you wouldn't hit it. But you'd be like a robot. Seriously. I'm getting all bound up over here. Who's robot? You're not getting bound up at all. I'm getting bound up. Dude, that is so... I can't believe this is happening in our lifetime. Why does nobody think this is as crazy? I think think it's crazy. Yeah, like I said, leaders of the resistance. That's my theory. We are? No, our kids. I don't... I mean, that would be great to be leaders of the resistance, but how come you only see positive things? Like, there's no negative thought in your mind. Oh, no, because it'll do my dishes, so... (laughs) Okay. Do you think the day comes when... You don't know if it's a human or not? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When Any, do you think that day comes? Anything you can think of to ask us? Yes. You think it's going to happen? Yes. Either the world ends or whatever you're going to ask is going to happen. Is going to happen. Isn't that weird? I there was this video game. I forget what it was you, called. We, we'll be able to think and you'll be able to know what I'm thinking. Or like any any That would be crazy. really dangerous. Well, no, that, I don't think that'll happen. Everything will happen. I don't think that'll happen. I don't, we won't, humans won't, we'll be, we'll be probably computers. No, like the memory bank thing. I don't think that can happen. Like you can like scan a brain and for lack of a better term and like see all its memories. I don't think it's possible. It's crazy because the way everything is right now is really, really good. Hmm? You know, like to think that everything's going to change that much. Are we still going to be humans at that point? I want to see some robots walk around in my lifetime. That would be wild. However, I would like to know when they're a robot. I am on that side. Some people don't care. I bet you like, I don't know. What's the word when you're like indifferent? No, no, no. When you're like always with the times, no matter what direction they're going. Hmm. I didn't know there was a word for that. I have a word, but I think it's offensive. So I'm not going to say it. Always with the times, no matter which direction it's going. Right. Or it's like a new thing comes. It's like, oh yeah. I mean, in a bad way, good or bad, <laughs> oh. just doesn't like matter. a bandwagon rider person. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean, though. I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, you're right. just okay. I don't know if I know what you mean. Well, because I'm sort of like that, but in a good way. No, no, no. Meaning like people are going to look at these things and be like, oh, no, they have rights. They think like people. They must be they must be oh. equal to us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're freaking computers. That day is going to come. I, you, probably in our lifetime. We're, whatever the news looks like in however many years, the talk is going to be like, do, do these freaking computers have rights? That gives me anxiety. It should. It's weird, right? Yeah. But it's probably going to happen. It's probably, because as soon as... This sounds crazy to be talking about. <laughs> this, is not, this sounds like a movie. But no, this is actually going to happen. Yeah. 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 Like, we've seen so many movies talking about this. The reason this, I'm not surprised here. is I'm just not surprised by anything anymore. At all. 
there's so many crazy things that happen and that are invented or just at this point, I'm like, yeah, well, yep. Makes sense. Robot. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Car that you don't have to steer. Yeah. See, yeah, see, that's even crazy, but now that's old news. A car that can drive itself. Yeah. That's, I want, here's what I want Elon Musk to do. I want Elon to make the first transformer. Oof. I want to see a car rip into a dude. <laughs> well, he could do it, and it would be sick. There's no way he's not going to, right? <laughs> think about it. He made into a think about dude. it. He made he made a robot, and he makes cars. The dude's got to make a robot car. Yeah, sure. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, uh, how old is he? He's I also love Transformers. Too. So I did. I, used, I loved the original. Maybe two. Dude, how many? Were, four and five might be the best. Four. There's. Five of them? Four and five might be the best. They are freaking who's, hilarious. Who's in them? It's um, The Mark Rock, Wal probably. No, it's Mark Wahlberg. John Cena. <laughs> I was thinking John Cena. That was my oh, go-to. No, it's Mark Wahlberg did the last three there were, I think. Of course he did. I and they're, the dude, the, the, the you sure animation. The, is The Rock um, not in any of them? Not in any of them. That's weird to the me. The animation is unbelievable. Really? Yeah, they look so real. Wow, I want Elon to make a Transformer. That'd be so cool. Guys, we're going to have robots walking around. That's freaking crazy. People are upset on this podcast about electric dirt bikes. We have electric people now. <laughs> like Electric dirt bikes are great. They're so much better than normal dirt bikes. Sorry, everybody. I've never ridden one. Pretty much. What? You never rode the Alta? No. I've never ridden an electric bike. Oh, it's... Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're missing out. Well, well I'm going to give you an Alta and a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Well, I've yeah, never had Chick-fil-A As of a couple days ago, I've, I have a Stark. On order. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. Okay, this is a good clip. Moto County member uh, offered me his order. He had a, one early on, apparently. Yeah. So he's up there high on the list, and he doesn't want it anymore. It's a white one, highest horsepower. Mm -hmm. What are the other options? Hand it's brake. got a kickstand, which is cool, and it's got a handbrake, which I would want. Why? Why what? You just don't want it to move your feet? No, definitely not. I want a Stark. Although that's going to get confusing because now I'm going to have to go from a bike with a clutch to a bike with a handbrake. Yeah, that could get yeah, weird. It's going to be weird. Which brake? Rear? Where the clutch is? I don't use the rear brake that often anyways. Yeah. I use it more than I should because my front I, brake doesn't work. Let me be very clear. You should. <laughs> I, I use the rear brake probably almost in every corner, but I'm off of it so early it's, it's sort of insignificant. Right. It's doing something, but not a lot right. kind of idea. Well, do you, uh, what are we talking about today? Cam? Okay, well, something that we've not even not even hit upon, which is great. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, you wanted to talk about the mental state. I want to talk about mental game stuff a little bit. Mental game, just stuff. Uh, a little bit. I think that I want to make it a topic that we touch on fairly consistently throughout, not okay. just a one and done episode. I think it's something that I like to talk about more frequently. Yep. Why? just been paying more attention to it lately he's reading a book guys i'm reading a book um he's really <laughs> excited about this book let's be honest he, you yeah. gave an inspirational speech this morning apparently that i missed mm. you gave a little speech was that 80k no hmm? did i do another well, one where were we where were we hang on i just i think i just edited it which is why i'm confused you were talking about fear with a little kid he was like crying oh this was at evansville yeah it's the book. 
<laughs> but I love it. <clears throat> I'm about it. These are all thought. When I read the book, it's all things that I know. It's all things that I believe. It just puts them in a step-by-step process and a nice mm-hmm. order, like a way that in which you can follow them to be successful. And it's sort of just ensure, like it just, like as I read it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. doing the right thing here. Mm. On the right track. And what's the book? Because everybody's oh, going to Think ask. and Grow Rich. Great book. Everybody that's listening to this podcast, read the book three to four times uh, in the first six months. Thank me later. How many times have you read it? You cannot read it just one time. You will not understand the whole thing. Even at, at there's different, there's levels to it. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I was already at a decent level. Mm. Guess what? Didn't understand that much of it. First time I read it through. Really? Second time, more resonated with me. Third time, more more, more, more. What's your reading level? What do you mean? I have like the reading level of a sixth grader. I'm not even kidding. I think that's about where I'm at. What's your like reading level? Are you like good at reading? It's a real question. Yeah. Well, how, uh, why would you be considered low level? I just can't. It, it takes me two minutes to read one page. I'm just bad at reading. Like the words move around on the page. I might be a little dyslexic, dyslexic or something like oh. Yeah, it's like word, like letters switch around. It's crazy. I can't read. It's very oh, annoying wow. and very inconvenient. Um, no, I'm your boy's very intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So we were given a few questions about just mental aspects of mostly related to dirt bikes. One of which I think is going to be a very interesting conversation because you have a lot to say about it. Okay, we'll leave that for question two. Okay. Okay. Ready? When you finish this podcast, read the book three times. Thank me later. Cool, man. Right? It's a great book. Yeah, he, I'm not gonna. James lie. has guidance. A little bit of guidance for not. And by the way, I'm 29. I don't know anything. But I also. And eh, what are you looking at? Piece of shit. <laughs> what? How old am I? Dude, he's 29. I'm 29. How old did you think he was? I know. Yeah. No, no, I think I'm 29. You're already at 29. I'm pretty sure. I think I, I think I am officially 29 as of June. What's it going to, what's going to happen when you turn 30? We're just going to (laughs) retire. What's going on? Yeah. I tell you what guys are getting faster though. 29. Don't know anything, but I do know some things and uh, yeah, this book is, is ultra important for somebody to read to just like know what to do. It's a great description of a book. Yeah. I'm happy with that answer. Um, it's very ready? difficult to talk about this topic <laughs> without sounding, uh, don't know the adjective for it. So like, I, I don't know what you're going to say. Like Kanye West. Oh, uh, egotistical. Yeah. Pretentious. I yes. think, and it's I think, the, right? I think the word, yeah, maybe, mm. yeah, yeah, mm. close, sixth grade, good, good, ad- that was a good adjective. It's, yeah, a it's close to that, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I don't know if it's conceited or what. I don't know what the exact ag- adjective would be, but I think it's because that a lot of people operate on such a negative level that they don't even un- they don't understand. They don't even understand. They don't understand. Yeah. Well, I was kind of one of those people getting better at it, but yeah, well, everybody's getting better at it. Well, maybe I'm getting, hopefully some people are getting worse at it. 
nobody's obtained the highest status. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just levels to yeah. it. There are different levels to knowing how to be a positive person, how to like make things happen and how to be successful and happy. I think a good way to summarize the book is changing yourself and creating this version of you that can eventually obtain riches rather than focusing on the goal and what you need to do to get there. It's more about looking inwards and changing the things inside of you. Yeah. Um, it basically creates a step-by-step process to do that in which if you are just simply persistent with it, meaning you cannot give up at any point, it will work, which is the cool part. Yeah. Not that I would know. But Guaranteed yeah. to work. Yeah. <clears throat> Not necessarily in the exact way that you imagine, but in a way potentially parallel to that, which is equally as good, if not better. Because I had a, what I thought was a vision, and then it ended up kind of doing one of these, and then it went this way, and then it went this way again. <laughs> and now where I'm at in the current moment is way cooler than what I had envisioned it being, but in a completely different way. And it's only going one, it's only continuing to get better. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. It was a little hard sense? to follow. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm with you. Like I have a, I feel as though I almost, I make things happen, but the, they, it's not always a clear picture of what's going to happen. I just know there's times where I'm, uh, I work really hard and I'm maybe arrogant or confident and somewhere in between that, but not really sure of what's going on. But it's enough because then when you level up from being confident and like you like really believe what's going on, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it, it's already ha it's happening. This isn't this is this is hard to explain. Yeah. It, it's, Do you think? I'm trying to think of a specific example. Do you think that's all it takes, though? No. So, like, don't you think, like, the guys with the mindset to be successful? Do you... Isn't there more to it than that? Like, There's a lot of guys, you, I feel like, that put on this front that they are confident if you, when inside if, they're really not. So you need the total package, so you mm -hmm. need to radiate confidence but then also really put in the work and really understand what it is that you're doing if you have somebody in mind when you're thinking of that mm -hmm. i do it means that they're missing a piece of the puzzle because i can think of examples of that where i'm like man does this work because i know somebody that's almost delusionally positive and they are not doing that well they're missing a piece of the puzzle multiple pieces of the puzzle likely i think what i'm trying to get at is like if you do all of the things in that book and pursue what you're passionate about. So filmmaking, mm -hmm. teaching somebody in motocross, teaching somebody in motocross. Right. Is that, I'm, yeah. I don't want to yes. put words in your mouth. No, you're not. And follow the steps to that book and be persistent with it and don't give up when you fail. And then maybe just pursue a slightly different version of what you were just attempting. And if it doesn't work, pursue a slightly different version of that. And then that will work. And then you keep going. You cannot, fail 
I'm talking more about just the drive to do that is what I was referring to. That is one thing that maybe you cannot teach. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Is like but when the, you get a taste of it, you want more of it, and then you start to understand that it works. Yeah, I but think like, people don't have that because they give up at the first, at the first, fa- the first failure. They fail one time, well, no, okay. Or they have so many people around them saying, no, that's not possible, or no, you can't do that, that they believe that. Well, that's what I was going to say. never try I think in the first place. Your your cultural circumstances, I would say. I don't think you're... Oh, this could be taken the wrong way. Isn't this really hard to talk about? No, but just bear with me. Oh, this could be taken <laughs> the wrong way. Dude, I'm going to get canceled for the second podcast oh. in a row. Um, oh, yeah. What'd you get canceled for last night? Oh, I, uh, I said Eli Tomac sucked or something. That was at oh. ADK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't actually. I didn't actually, but it could have been clipped. Where I don't think your circum- your physical circumstances matter. People come from nothing and are successful. Mm-hmm. People come from something and are successful. People come from something and are not like, I don't think your physical circumstances matter, but I think no. your cultural circumstances do. Yeah. As in who you have around you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The people, okay. the, the culture. Yeah. That's the that most important up. part. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I would think you, how you're raised like from family to yeah. is another. Yeah. I count that but, as cultural yeah. circumstances, but it can be shifted and fixed at any point. Can it? I wasn't raised in quite the exact right circumstance. I, I will raise, like we will raise our kid in the, per- not the perfect, there's no perfect. We will raise our kid to be very, a super, super, super high level thinker right from the get go. I wasn't raised like that. I was raised to think that motocross is not an option and maybe you'll go pro one day, but most likely not. Pretty low level, you know what I mean? But then you're kind of just telling me that it doesn't matter. You did it anyway. Yeah, because I started to figure out that that was BS myself and with the help of some other people, a lot of other people. It, there's been influences along the way. It, that was a huge part of what could have held me back. But then there was a lot of that. You know, I, they, they did want me to be a professional dirt bike rider, so that's a higher standard than So here's some. what you're telling me. You did have the right cultural circumstances I had eventually a, i had a decent cultural circumstance not right. the best no but nobody's gonna have the best well you I'm, think well, like somebody what, does you know like look think about all of the knowledge and understanding of being the highest level individual that like kanye west has and some people are gonna be like kanye west yeah kanye west in my mind kanye west is a genius like elon musk is a genius in a different way yeah definitely a different way <laughs> but kanye west is a <laughs> so, genius kanye west said he wanted to buy the world remember that statement <laughs> Yeah. genius yeah. he's a genius yeah, because some of the things he says is it's like how much does the world cost which i guess is fair the world does cost he's a, a, dollar a, a amount, visionary is a great word for it think about what he will teach his children to be like they will be you would think yeah but there's so many things that can pull you different directions wow yeah it's difficult to we're, we're really just this dancing is, around this topic like it's the mental this is good yeah we could talk about it for Ever and never get anywhere. But this is what we were supposed to talk about. I actually had a lot of thoughts coming into this conversation. I feel like this is what most podcasts are. Just just yeah. talking Dan- get in a circle. Yeah. Just- and they just it, the conversation gets flowing and you then- just started dancing. Did you see that? 
I did just, not. If you I guys want to see the video version of this podcast, subscribe to the Moto Academy. Was dancing or was I dancing? No, you were. You Me? didn't even notice that. I was just going. I was just feeling the dancing see? flow. We're forty five yeah. minutes in. We're just dancing around this topic. So okay. So <laughs> let's actually talk about. Let's talk about some mental stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I was I was driving here. I had a two hour drive. It was early. Wait, was it early? Oh, I was thinking about this going to 80K because we had talked about it. So I'm going to drive to 80K, which was early. I started thinking about it because like the mental side of things is a huge part of my life and my story. And I, I don't know how much I don't do you even know. I don't even know if you know this. James, you definitely don't. Maybe know not. This. Probably not. Okay. No. Don't so, know where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know either, but we just, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to go there anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, a little bit about me. Okay, so when I was eighth, in eighth grade going to high school, I'm going to give a very brief, very brief, you know, umbrella view of what's Summary. happening. Yeah, thank you. Went to a conference, a Christian conference in St. Louis. Had an amazing time. Same building we raced in this year. Super cool. Mm, okay. Um, stayed in the hotel. Same hotel, mm. actually, as well. Anywho, um, huge conference. I was... 13 no yep i was 13 eighth grade going into high school my, my parents picked me up in st louis after the conference we drove to california stayed in california for a week long beach is my second home basically grew up there drove back i was gone for like a month i think second to last day meaning my last night in a hotel before we got home mm -hmm. i got wicked food poisoning i mean it was my own fault literally all i had eaten was gummy bears Krispy Kreme and mm. I think a pretzel. And that was my day. Oh yeah. It was rough. Got super sick. My worst fear in the world is being sick. Can't stand it. If I don't know if you've ever noticed this at dirt bike races, I'm nowhere near the line before a race because I'm terrified of somebody getting sick. I stay away. Huh? Yeah. Hate it. So, I mean, getting sick like out of nerves or whatever. That happened to me at an amateur what? race once and I was, that's I, what you're thinking about? Absolutely. You don't go near the starting line because you think somebody's going to throw up. Absolutely. And you're going to be nearby when they throw up. It's my worst fear in the world. Worst fear. When you say getting sick, do you mean throwing yeah. up? Or do you just mean being unwell? No, I can get a cold. I don't care. Okay. No, being stomach sick is absolutely my worst fear in my life. <laughs> worst fear in don't my life. Don't laugh. Okay, keep going. Don't laugh. Do you remember that clip I sent you? <laughs> this was happening right now. Keep going. <laughs> don't. Okay. Worst fear ever. Anyway, okay. so you're going to feel really bad in about two minutes. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> anyway, we drove home. All was good. And I was just hanging out, whatever. School started. High school. Probably like two, three weeks into high school, right after we got back from this trip, I felt the same way one night. Just stomach. I was like, did I, there's no way I got food poisoning again. How did I get food poisoning again? It's ridiculous. Um, Woke up the next morning. I was fine whatever dealt with it a couple weeks after that same freaking thing i was like what on earth is happening how on earth did i get food poisoning again mm, tapeworm yeah <laughs> i know more. where you're going with this i'm not gonna say anything I but i know exactly where you're going I with don't. this because it, i deal with the same thing okay it so might have been a ghost so then it what else keep going so then it goes you know then it goes the next week and then it goes the next couple days and then it becomes every day where I, my stomach feels like it's full of acid and it's going to, it was terrible. Crohn's disease. So I went to the doctor and 
I got, I left with a diagnosis of an anxiety disorder. What? Really? Yeah. 14. My first year of high school. 13. Oh, wow. Weird. Yeah. And it was causing you to have stomach? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? What your mind can do? (laughs) So amazing, dude. (laughs) Yeah. My worst fear just caused it. It was great. Literally talk about being doing it to yourself. Basically, talk about right. being stuck in a circle. It's crazy. Worst fear is being about sick. So I being sick. So I think about being sick and it makes me sick. Of course. Oh, yeah. so it was the worst year of my life. Hands down the worst year of Holy my life. Holy crap. And yeah. you just kept you kept doing it? Uh what it, about once you once they told you what it was, were you able to quickly? Well, so fix it? here's where it comes into the mental side. I remember I'm gonna land this plane. Okay. I like where it's going. Um diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. get into counseling. And they tried to prescribe me medication for it. Wow. And I said, no, if this is a mental thing, I'm going to solve it mentally. And it was very hard. It took about it. It took over a year, I think, to get out of that rut. Wow. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, Because I feel a deep connection with you, honestly. Okay. So you had physical symptoms that you were stirring up yourself to? Consistently. Well, what happened uh, on the way to Bud's Creek? I had. And I by got, the way, it's always hard. It's not ever easy to fix a problem like that. It takes consistent yeah, practice all Absolutely. the time, and probably maybe sometimes forever. That's just light. What life is. Yeah. 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 Okay, I want to hear your story. What's your deep connection? Uh, well, on the way to Bud's Creek National last year, I was really sick the whole week leading up to it. Um. Long story short, had a wicked high fever, kept checking my temperature, got super nervous, was freaking out because I don't like being sick either. Like, I don't know. I was on the way there. I was stressed because, like, I didn't want to get other people sick. I eventually worked myself into a panic attack, which I never had before. It feels like you're dying. Yeah. Yeah. I even before, like a few minutes before leading up to it, I just, I started talking to who I was with and I was like, I don't want to die. They're like... They're going to put me on a ventilator, like stuff that doesn't make sense. And I lost feeling in my hands, my feet, and my vision just went white. And I just passed out. You and actually passed out? Passed out in the van. Uh, Driving? I was in the passenger seat. Oh. Uh, we, it was like 20 minutes from the hotel in Maryland. So we had already driven like eight hours. Got picked up by an ambulance, went to the hmm. hospital. Yep. Picked up by an ambulance, went to the hospital. And they said, there's nothing wrong. We have nothing. They tested my blood. They tested everything they could. Didn't even have a fever. Yeah. When they Mm. tested me. So what that did was say, like, to myself, I said, like, I'm going crazy. I'm literally insane. And it just led to a year of me being depressed, trying to figure out what was going on. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea how to fix it. I didn't know where to get guidance from. Oh, I was yeah, just... that's the problem. What'd you do? That's the problem. I had more panic attacks. You didn't home, do counseling? You didn't do home. any of that? Eventually, uh, I did. but And then I really got through it. And now I'm still working on it, but I'm a lot better than I was. Like I was getting anxious like going to the grocery store because... I thought that I was going to have a panic attack in the grocery store and embarrass myself. So is that when people are, yeah. Wow. So is that when people describe like 
being anxious or having anxiety, it, that could be a, a reason why. Is that what anxiety is? Yeah. So it's it's a like a general, like just nervousness about a situation. Well, anxiety is being afraid of un- uncertainty. Yeah, it's like right? anticipating like, something. That's, it's fear. Yeah. And it's fear of dude, things that are unknown. Yeah, and that big part of that book, man, <laughs> teaches you how. To, I don't. Uh, I don't have. I don't. I don't have fear. Okay, so you've clearly never had a real panic attack, but it does feel like you're dying. And I don't no, know no, how no. to. No, I've had like, my vestibular migraines, which are as close migraines. that you could be to a panic attack, but probably worse. My vertigo things. I guess so. Yeah, dude, my vision goes out. I can't move unless uh, I can't right. move or I throw up. I sweat through absolutely everything. Yeah, that's crazy. It, some yeah. people might even say that it's a panic attack, but I, it's not. When I, you explained it to me, it kind of sounded oh yeah, like very one. similar. Sounds very similar. Uh, I've ha- I've had those on planes so many times because when you get to elevation, my inner ear gets all screwed up. Vision goes out. Sweat through my shirt. Feels like you're gonna die, and I just like talk myself through it, and then I just get through it and five, 10 minutes. Eventually, like, yeah, going through it more and more, then you start to learn like, okay, how can I get myself out of this little rabbit hole that I'm in? And that's like exposure to it is what helped me the most. Yeah. So I wasn't really predisposed to too many fear. Like when you, there, there are certain fears, fear of poverty, fear of um, ill health, fear of death, fear of, um, there's like six or seven or 13 or 14, no, no clue how many. And I don't have, I don't have, a, I don't have a single one of them. I might have at one point, I, w- I had fear of poverty for a long time. I'm beyond that now. I still have, no, I'm beyond that. And I don't have any of the others. So you guys had fear of ill health, essentially. Yeah. So that yeah. was your anxiety. You were afraid that you were going to get, wow. Yeah. Like petrifying fear. Yeah. Petrifying fear. It's crazy. But then again, it's like, it's not even that part of it. It's the petrifying fear that then starts to run in a circle. Right? Yeah. It's like, you realize really quickly how freaking powerful your brain is, to be honest. Especially when you can't control. Yeah, when you can't control it, that's really when... And that's the thing, is you're out of control. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, your, your brain is a powerful freaking thing. Like to, to, to like, that's think why I about like how the gummies. You, oh my gosh. Think about how you can think about your stomach not feeling good. And then it happens. Think about like, like it's pretty wild to be honest. One of my first experiences with that is I had a gummy in Denver and too many had too many. One of the first times I ever had a gummy and I was at a restaurant with Allie and I started looking at one of the paintings and I was like, Ooh, <clears throat> I don't feel good. My heart's beating too fast. That was the first thought I had. Mm-hmm. Then I go, Oh no, no, no. My heart's beating way too fast. Yep. This isn't right. Something's not right. Then it was like, Oh, I'm having, I think this could be a heart attack. That's how it works. Yeah, I, know. I could have probably almost borderline self-induced a heart attack based on what I was thinking. It was 
That's a pan. That's a panic attack. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the right idea. <laughs> Same ballpark. Absolutely. Yeah. Could have. I was probably as close as you could have got to having an actual heart attack because I thought I was having a heart attack, and that was one of my first real tastes with like, whoa, that's what your brain can yeah. do. Can and I immediately, that. accidentally looked at that as a complete positive. I'm like, oh my god, my brain can self induce a heart attack. <laughs> It can. Then I can I can trick it to do whatever I want. Okay, so that's that's where we got to land this plane. You know what I mean? Because right now we haven't given any advice to anybody. Yeah, trick it to do what you want. So, well, kind of, sort of, but not trick it. So you might have to trick it at first. Yeah, for me, I never tricked it. For me, I just learned to use it, which I I don't even know how to explain this. I'm going to do my best. Like I did a I did at least a year of counseling, I think. Um just having these conversations and all this stuff. And like, you know, also people always talk when they talk about anxieties specifically, everyone always talks about like, Oh, well there's like the chemical imbalance and versus the, I don't, I don't know the science. Mm. I I don't know. I think you could change that. I bet you could. So, but I don't know. So no disrespect. I I bet you can. Don't, don't leave the moto Academy because we just said that. I bet you could change it just by thinking different. But so here's a, by nature, I'm still an anxious person. You know that. Yeah. But yeah, because you have your, you, yeah, you want to know, you want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on, but what's the difference? The difference is, well, you don't honestly totally take you over. Well, the difference is I control it and it doesn't control me. But what I mean by that is I use it. If I didn't have a leveling of anxiety, I would do nothing all day. I would sit around and do nothing. Absolutely. I am a, I like, this sounds so stuck up. I don't mean it this way, but I, I'm very productive. I do like 6 million things a day. The anxiety that I live with has brought it to that next level to where if I, Hmm. I just always have to be productive. I always have to be doing things. And that comes from anxiety. The difference is it doesn't control me. I control it. Hmm. Interesting. So that's why you do all that. Do all what? Just work do all my stuff i think yeah i think it, what's it honestly is what keeps me it's one of the things that keeps me motivated and not even, because i know if i do nothing i'll be anxious hmm. yeah some may call That's that not a source of inspiration for me at all some may call that like a like me trying to avoid the problem and it's not it's using the problem to be honest that's how i've dealt with with it you know what i mean and it's all mental. It's all mental. It's just fake stuff you're telling yourself. You're just telling yourself lies. Like, oh, you're going to be sick. No, you have no reason. No, you're not going to yeah, be sick. Yeah, and even if you were going to be sick, there's nothing right, that you thinking about it would change. But not to mention, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You get sick, you get sick, whatever. You, you live to see another day. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I know that. I know that. When you're in it, it's totally different, right? Yep. But And that's why it takes practice. If you just simply practice and put forth effort into just like anybody would any other aspect of their life, getting good at something, nobody spends time getting good at being mentally strong. Mm-hmm. Nobody, right? No, I mean, people I do that, now. But. People that speak to like, typically people that speak to a therapist are doing it out of negative connotation um, in a negative way because of something negative. And it's not really like trying to elevate more so than it is like save yourself well i don't know for a lot of people i don't, I don't I think, think a lot i don't think people just go to 
therapists to complain. Some do, maybe. But, you know, like, I didn't go to complain. I went to fix some crap. Right, fix something. Like, you know what I mean? But it's not there's like, a lot of oh, people, my life is so bad. Like, I don't want to, I didn't go to whine. No, but you went to fix something. Right. I'm saying, even if there's people out there listening to this podcast that don't necessarily think there's anything to fix, you can elevate, even elevate further than that. Mm-hmm. And you can just keep practicing and get better and better and better at it by practicing it. And you will reach like just different levels of all of it. Productivity, positivity. You will no longer have bad days. I haven't had a bad day in, I don't know, eight years, nine years. Yeah, I've had bad days all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had bad. Yeah, of course. Really? I don't have bad days ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. Not like. Do you have bad days? Probably not. I, like had, a, what I had a bad night last night, but probably not the way you're thinking. No, you didn't. Of. Well, I had it. Well, right No, it was good. See, it's not like I know what you're thinking of, but yes, you have bad days. Like, Me? It, no, I no, I do. Well, sure? I get but what not, you're saying. Not like a, I'm having a bad day. There are just days that are bad. <laughs> right. Really? Of course. I just think his perception on mm. on everything is a little different. Yeah, like one that I'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah, of course there's bad days. Absolutely. You're going to have bad days. That's, That's another uncommon. thing about anxiety, too. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have anxiety... I don't think... I think you you can get beyond... You can... I understand if, you know, whatever, bad thing, family thing, whatever. I still don't... I I think you can get to a point where the bad day... Scrapping an entire day to be bad... I don't think so. Yeah. See, I get what you mean, but I just yeah. mean, I mean something different. Well, I think, but like, no, like, yeah, I don't think people get what I mean. People think no, just, I, they, I, they so do, easily though. throw around the word you do probably. Yeah. People so easily throw around the term bad day. If there were seven days in a week, there's, you know how many people out there that are probably saying I had a bad day, five of those seven. Yeah. You know, something is super interesting. That's horrible. Yeah. Right. What's well, weird with me? I and had like, bad seconds. You know, I mean, maybe like five seconds, ten seconds. I could kill somebody in a car, mm-hmm. and then five seconds later, totally fine. It's not a bad day. It's like just a bad five seconds. We'll clip that out. What? Oh, did you say you can kill someone in a car? No, no, I didn't kill somebody, but I could kill somebody. What do you mean? For five seconds. <laughs> like you're ang- Are you saying like if you hit someone in a car accident and no, no, you no, kill no. them, you I feel could bad? I get so angry at somebody in a situation for five seconds that in like a car, never mind. Road rage. Yeah. Like I could <laughs> kill them. I thought. But instead, I let five seconds go by and I'm totally fine. I thought you meant you could actually murder somebody, feel bad for five seconds, and then say, "Oh well, that was unfortunate," and move on. <laughs> Oh, got it, got it. That's got why I was really it. confused. No, 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 no. I see the thought wouldn't last in my head long enough. Or is the camera dying? Yeah, the thought wouldn't last in my head long enough to execute the murder. That makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. I would be positive thinking before the murder was done. Very good. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, we're back. Can't, well, almost. And he's coming. He's right there. Oh, there he goes. Where, like, for example... My five seconds or three, you know, three to five seconds of road rage. Yeah. Periodically, once a month. 
for some people could be 20 to 30 minutes of road rage, five days a week. Like my dad would get so angry at people in the car and it would go on for so long. Like the thing could end. The person that cut him off could be gone and taken an exit 15 minutes ago. He's still pissed off about it. 45 minutes down the road. That's like obsessive thinking. Three hours down the road. Yeah. My it, it will, it, what it would do is it'll send him on a negative spiral. And then you start f- trying to find reasons to support your belief and why you're having a bad day. Right. <laughs> yeah. So then yeah, you start yeah, finding true. all the bad things. Ah, who's the freaking calling me right now? Right. Stupid stuff like that. Who reacts that way? Somebody that's looking for ne- something negative to happen. You do that. My dad does that. Right. So bad. <laughs> Sure. Right. <laughs> sure. Rarely. I, was, I thought you were just doing that. Right. No, that was. If somebody got, calls you during a podcast, got acting in the corner <laughs> again. Two Sit nights down. in a row, got acting in the corner. Because if somebody would, were to call you right now, that's exactly how you would react. Absolutely. <laughs> in, yeah, in some situations, rare. You're it's just not, saying it wouldn't ruin your day. It's like, not often that that happens. Like you would see that happening if maybe right before that something else happened. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Because I, I wouldn't be in that headspace in a normal occasion. It's little stuff like that. That's why it takes practice. Because if you let your brain idle, it automatically defaults to negative. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Why is that? That would be a good question to ask. Do you know why? Do you know the answer? I have a thought. Okay. Why? Oh, this, this is, I a, might know once this is a rabbit hole that I am not prepared for. This is a rabbit hole I'm not prepared for. Oh, I'm ready for it. Um, Why would your brain default to negative? Do you think people are born good or bad? I would say they're born neutral and then molded based on their environment. Yeah, okay. I, w- I would guess blank slate. Interesting. Yeah. It's a good guess. What okay. do you think? It's a good guess. But I think you're instantly molded as soon as... I think you're instantly like there immediately things are going on that are shaping you. Probably. Okay. So where are you going with that question? I'm just curious. I, Oh, what do you think? I, I lean towards that. I think people are born bad and have to learn to do good. Primal, right? Is that what you're getting at? Like their primal basic needs? Like, well, what I'm saying is like, if you have a kid, like a little kid, mm-hmm. and Susie has a cookie, and Timmy doesn't have a cookie, Timmy's going to go try to take the cookie yeah. from Susie. That's Pr- bad. Primal. They want to eat. They yeah. want to survive. Yeah. You have to learn to say, no, that's not, you don't do that. Sure. Or you could keep doing it. Yeah. Which would be bad. Would it? Of course. If you're stealing people's cookies, mm-hmm. get arrested for that. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? a fair point yeah i don't think that's bad i think you just have to be to whatever extent you want to be there are some situations functioning human being so that you could survive in a society of other human beings which needs to be learned right i don't think you're born with the instinct to be good you know what i'm saying I know it's weird, right? You never thought I about I think this. you're born with the instinct to satisfy your needs. Right. At all costs. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. that, that 
And then some, yeah. in some ways, that could be negative, like right. taking someone's cookie. But, but you're also. What, but are are your needs to give, or do you need to learn that? No, as a male, your needs would be to uh, give. What? To the female at home. You think you're born with that instinct? Absolutely. Interesting. Why? I don't know. Just that male, female, I think that's just how it works. Yeah. That would be my guess. Right? Interesting. Like the, the males are the ones that go out and do the hunting and bring it back. Right. For the females. Mm-hmm. And the families to survive. I think. Is that how it worked? I yeah, I'm I'm not really thinking I'm you don't have to think in old days you can think about now right like people are still being born well think of <laughs> it like <laughs> we don't have to think about like when we were hunting think yeah. of what a baby would right do. but I think it takes so I think that I, we're you know the technology the, the the society that's surrounding us now is still very new for the instinct of what a human being is. The the instinct of a human being is still very, very chi- uh, infant. I Primal, w- I for want, lack of a better word. I want to say that I think that people are born good. Wouldn't that be a good story? But I just don't see it. So, I don't see how that's possible. Hmm. I feel like you have to learn to yeah, be but, good. Okay, but that I also think is different than your internal mon- monologue talking to you in a negative way as a default. What's up with that? Not. Yeah. Just like, good question. I can't do it. Or uh, I, I, I'm not as good as that person. Or I am not good at doing this thing. Or Now remember, the, the counter argument to everything I'm saying is that you're born good and you learn to do bad. Right. There's, there's that counter argument. But if you look at kids, it seems like they need to learn how to do good. It seems like they know how to do the bad thing already. They just don't know. But it just so happens to be the bad thing. Does that make sense? Mm. Weird, right? <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think like we weird, portray right? it as bad, but it's not always. <laughs> oh, weird, right? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Oh, oh man <laughs> but it's a, i don't know it's a mental question no great yeah you can talk about this it does forever. smell like carmax what what she do you was... what is that water car what chapstick carmax, carmax? it's like a brand yeah, yeah. like blistex okay. all right well um get us back on the rails maybe with a question and then i'm sure a question will lead us into another Oh, we're going to take a hard left if we get oh. into these questions. Oh. We had a really good conversation oh. going there. Okay. Why? Well, Are they're all not? about dirt bikes. We haven't said uh, anything about dirt bikes. Okay, well, we could talk about other things. All right, here we go. You ready? Question but it is one. mental related? Yeah, they're like, how do you deal with this scenario Okay. mentally? I think people need to think bigger picture. People need to think more. Well, thanks for calling all her. I would not you say that. heard the questions no, I'm not and they're all talking stupid. about them. I'm not talking about them. Oh, Jesus. I'm I just talking one, about. I haven't people. heard one question. Oh, they're all terrible. No, people just, people just need to think more. Give them to me. Uh, all right. Give them to go. me. You ready? They're going to be great questions of it. Mm-hmm. Holy mustache. Hi, Cam and AJ. Love it. My question is for the podcast. How do you focus on doing drills in particular sections versus just going out and riding aimlessly um not so much for me 
as it is for maybe another family member that I'm encouraging. Uh, thanks, guys. Have a great day. You're doing a great job. Thanks again for everything. Thanks, sir. His kid. He's talking about his kid. <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> how do you... So basically, how do you focus? Yeah. Is the question? Sure. If you want to take it out of dirt bikes, yeah. How do you focus then? Mm-hmm. Can't. What? How do you focus? Well, I have a very hard time doing that. You do? Oh, yeah. I can't focus on crap most of the time. It's like I have to... I have to work really hard to focus on anything but uh, i think an easy way to focus mm -hmm. is to just pick one simple thing that you can begin or just one simple thing and simple place to begin so if it's a specific drill you just think of one easy drill and just do one step at a time and maybe that helps anchor your focus a little more instead of thinking like oh i gotta do this drill and that drill and also this drill and then that drill do you guys ever ride listening to music? I tried it a long time ago. Don't remember liking it. Haven't tried it since. You? Same. Hmm. I tried it like one time and it just... Cool. All right. Never mind. Yeah. You like it? No, I don't know. Oh. I've tried it once. Yeah, didn't care. I had to have the music too loud. I was blasting my ears out. I was going to take a direction if you said yes, but you said no, so never mind. When I ride, <laughs> I'm very focused. Hmm. As you should be. Very focused. You would imagine. They, I am not thinking of much. That's why it's so hard to talk to the mic. Right, when you're racing Supercross? Oh, rightfully so. Very difficult. Because yeah. otherwise, when I'm riding, my mind is very blank. Very blank. I will think of a couple things a lap, and it will be quick thoughts, like if there's a specific section that I know that I have to wait the outside peg, peg a little harder or fix my feet and get them tighter because the whoop section's really messed up or something where I have to do it right before and I just have to give myself that reminder. That's about it. Or maybe like once or twice to breathe. Other than that, my mind's blank. So when I have to talk to that thing. Yeah, it's crazy that oof, that works. It's hard to be riding and racing and talk. Yeah, very, very, very difficult. So, uh, James, give some advice. I have mic'd guy. up moments in Supercross of you spiraling, by the way. Coming back to the last conversation. What do you mean? Where you would just like, you would get like stuck behind somebody on a fast lap. Mm -hmm. And then the next lap, it happens again. And then the next lap, it happens again. And the things you say that have not hit the internet, I'm just like, whoa. I'll be sitting in the stands like, okay. And then by the, we get back to the truck and you're fine. But it's fun to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of wanting to kill people, huh? Yeah, really. All right, James. Uh, I would say, like, specifically when it comes to doing drills, definitely, you say this all the time, too, it's about kind of forgetting that, that side of you that wants to go fast, hmm. right? So when you're doing those drills, you're not thinking of, I need to attack the track. I'm a, you know, I'm a racer. I want to go fast. Try to eliminate that, that part of you that's telling you to go you know, go fast so you can focus on really the things that matter, the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Going fast doesn't matter at all. I never feel like I'm going fast ever. Same. Really? Me? I felt like I was going fast today. Never but feel I like was, I'm going fast. I was at 100% and then some. I don't know how I didn't crash, and to it's, be honest. Sometimes even I surprise myself constantly when... I'm able to go faster than other people and it doesn't feel like I'm going fast at all, which is how it should feel. And if you just practice technique, 
more than all these other people that trust me, most people are not practicing technique. You will start to level beyond them and continue going and growing while they just do this. Mm -hmm. Assuming that you ride a little bit. Riding a lot is very, very important. So I think to answer my answer for the question is if you're having a hard time focusing on something or having a kid focus on something, then make it fun. We did something today in a YouTube video that comes out tomorrow, planning ahead, where we played pig. It was hilarious. If you, if you need to focus on doing drills, make it a competition. They'll yeah. focus on it. Yeah. Be like, if you dab your, if you, you're going a reward standing only money, if you, if you sit you do down it right versus like pushups, if you do it wrong, maybe like I was going to say, like if you, yeah, sure. if you, if the goal is to do a stand up moto, do it for 10 minutes, set 10 minutes. If you don't make it the whole 10 minutes, there's a punishment. If you do, there's a reward, right? That's what I would do. It's very surface That's helpful. level, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. okay. Next. Mm. It is with another one, Cam. You'll like this one. Hey, Jane, Cam. Uh, just curious uh, how you go about uh, returning from an injury, like the, uh, you know, people get mental paralysis, uh, fear of re-injury, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, how do you come back from an injury and get back to the level that you were riding at before or better? Thanks. You know what? I don't know why. That question just made me think about how logical of a thinker that I am. And I don't know, like... I'm not afraid of injuring myself oh, again oh, after am. getting injured. Not at all because I take the logical steps of like, okay, step one, logical step, rehab, whatever's hurt. So you don't re-injure it or you're not afraid of re-injuring it. Step one and properly do that. Don't get on the bike too early to where you're like, mm, well, I don't know if it's good because then you're going to be thinking about it and then you're probably going to hurt it again. Heal whatever needs to be healed. I'm pointing at my knee because I tore my ACL on this knee. <laughs> Heal the knee properly so that when you do get on the bike, there is no logical reason to be concerned about it. That's step one. That way you could have pure confidence that you're fine for that specific thing. Then take the logical steps to just become a better rider when you take time off, which is to do a reset. Ride a turn track only. Do the four sets that I would teach. Stand up only. One hand drill feet on the pegs while sitting drill and normal and rotate through those four both directions around a turn track for two weeks straight. Assuming that you ride three days a week. If you don't ride three days a week, if you ride one day a week, do it for four weeks straight. Turn track only, reset technique, reset everything. And then by the time you get back to going to a track that four weeks later, after you rehab the leg, after you fixed whatever small mistakes that you would make in technique, footwork, whatever it is, then you're not going to be nervous about getting hurt again. That's really good. The reset piece. Thanks. Because if, so do you remember my crash at bogey bros? Yeah. You barely crashed. I tumbled, which was violent. Barely. Which was violent. You like me. grazed the ground. You brushed a, you brushed up against the ground. I'm gonna show James a screenshot of my my feet in the air and my head on the ground. <laughs> okay, but and um, you were scared of for a long time. It, it, two months to recover from that. At I least. was didn't get hurt at all. Didn't feel a thing. I just rolled out of a. Yeah. I, I I cased. I flew off the bike and I rolled out. Yeah, but it was violent okay. enough to like. I took two months to recover. But the reset part is probably what would have helped. 
Like, yeah, take, take, like what we always do at schools is like, just eliminate all the hard stuff. Yeah. Well, if you're having a hard time with the corner, well, don't use a clutch. Don't use a rear brake, you know, freaking shift before you get there. And then it's easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't sit down. Don't do all this stuff. Oh yeah. Basics. And then that inspires confidence and positive thinking so that you're not thinking about how I'm going to get myself hurt this next time on a dirt bike. Because confidence you, is the whole, the whole how, yeah. what would you say confidence has percentage wise into riding a dirt bike? Huh? I mean, all 90%. Right. I would agree. I'm, Cam, we all know this. James, we know this. I'm a physical specimen. <laughs> oh, no. That is helpful. But it's 5 to 10% of it. <laughs> and if anything, it just causes me more, more arm pump than it does anything else. <laughs> Your best lie at class is like, I, if I'm just so jacked, I can't do push-ups or I'll get arm pump. <laughs> What? I've never said that. At a not like that, but yeah, oh. you've said that. Oh, no, I don't have to. Why? I don't have to do pushups. Absolutely not. We already got the, the muscle that we need there. It's exactly. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Physical specimen. <laughs> um, it's not that. What's I'm the- more of an athlete than me and Ken Roxon are. And there's there's good athletes. Kevin Rand seems like he'd be very physically fit. There's a hand. Tomac's definitely a an athlete there's some guys that are higher level athletes but it doesn't doesn't matter it doesn't matter it is all mental right that's why the most fit guy versus the most fit confident guy the fit confident guy takes the oh takes crown you need you need that piece of the puzzle a hundred percent well that's that's what explains to eli and sexton this year I was going to say they that. were a minute faster because of their confidence, not because of th- there's no way they were that much more fit than all the other guys. No, or that much more fast. They're not more all, fast, that, that much faster. They're not. Yeah. They, they can't be right. It's all confidence. And that's why you see, and we've talked about this before. That's why you see the races for the first, however many be so unpredictable until a couple rise to the top and then everybody else becomes mentally complacent and doesn't believe that they should be competing at that level. Mm. And those guys separate themselves. You're so right. That's obviously all that is, is mental. You're so right. Actually. Have you never thought about it that way? No, not the beginning of the season thing, but that's exactly what's happening. Of course. Everybody believes that they should be winning at the beginning of the season. That's why the 450 class is so crazy because the top 12 guys can win the championship. But it it will start that way again at A1. Yeah, right. Could be anybody. And then depending how quickly, three races, seven races, five races, less and less people, more people will give up on believing. Yeah. And Ken Roxon could do it if he had a but more and more people yeah, give up like, on believing until only one person believes that they can win. And then that person is the one that wins. You know, it's crazy. How amazing is that? That's like a metaphor on life. Yep. You get all these four five, six year old kids and they're like, I want to be an athlete. I want to be an astronaut. And I, slowly but surely all of them just start giving up on it. Yeah. Until the delusional <sighs> crazy ones. Right. And eventually doing it. Exactly. Yeah. You look at me like I'm crazy all the time. You are crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I Most think, of the time. I think it's important. <laughs> Dude, we planned a vacation island last night. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Let's say it again. 
Let's say it again. What did I say? 2033? 2033. I have a 10-year plan for Moto Academy 2033. We decided last night, thanks to Cam and your genius idea. So smart. That uh, we're potentially, I'm definitely doing it. We yeah, could do uh, it together not if a, you want to. What is it called? A, a resort. Yeah, we're, yeah, but like a like something you see in couples retreat. In couples retreat. And it's televised, you know, on the right? island. We said yeah, that, right? that it was televised. I thought the show was so we're gonna, Moto Academy. Are we going to own the island too? I think it's an island now. It's not rent just a, the island. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. I just didn't know if it was island specific or we're talking. Oh, it just doesn't need to be like island. a peninsula. It's got to be. It's got to be good. I feel a peninsula is more realistic. I think we have to definitely hone this idea in a little bit, but we're just going to put it out there into the universe that in 2033, so you know, give or take ten years from now, we may have a. Uh, well, that I'm definitely going to start putting some agency. serious thought into having potentially either my own island or um, travel agency. Yeah, resort of sorts. Of some resort. Res you know what I mean. Resort. Yeah. Kinda I like how I want to do the motocross resort, but this will be post motocross days where I want to just have like a resort. I basically want to create the point, but slightly more attainable where it's like. How cool would it be? I don't know if this but exists. Be beachy specific? I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I think it may exist, but like, like, why can't you just like click a button and it's all done? Your flights are booked, your hotel's booked, your food's paid for, you're, and it's just done. Nobody makes it that easy. People pretend they make it easy and planning, doing a vacation is so freaking hard. Well, you know how hard it is people, to do? That the hard part is that everybody wants something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. yeah so it's hard to tailor it that specific the point does a great job of that yeah they do yeah they do Gosh. but then again they have tears as well yeah we can talk more about that okay. in 2030 yeah but just wanted to just kind of put that back out there we again just, for the second time yep <laughs> might be the first time might be the first time last night's episode might remain unreleased forever it will but at least <laughs> I, at least i put it out there yeah if you ever work for Moto Academy, well, then you might see then it. Then you'll see it. Um, <clears throat> one more? Yeah. Um, That's all we have. We got Mr. GoJet. Do you remember the kid who sent in a question? It was like, GoJet? I don't remember. He, the, the issue is his dad kind of cut him off a little bit, but oh. that's what he was doing. All right, here we go. Okay. Podcast question. Any tips for managing expectations mm. and making sure you keep it in your comfort zone when you start racing? Toodaloo. Go Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little cut off, but it was almost there. Toodaloo. Go Jet. Nice. I like that. He's uh, got the shirt on. Shout out. Yep. Shout out. Managing expectations. Yes. Great. So, yeah. When you, the way you, not should be thinking, but the way that like I would recommend thinking is that the expectations are typically like end results thinking of what the end result will be. And you shouldn't be really thinking about what the end result will be. I think that's incorrect. That's incorrect. So if somebody's telling you to set a goal based on a specific number or result, I don't know if that's a smart way of doing it. I think really, really, creating a plan on how you're going to execute the process and having maybe a more broad vision. Uh, your, your expectation or your goal could be to ride to your full ability. Your expectation or goal to be, could be to like ride so that you impress a bunch of people or to just 
have have fun or whatever it is. And then you create a really specific process that you follow. And then that the expectation, the end result will happen and it will be good. If you go, oh, I'm going to get, I need to get 10th place in this race. Mm, I need to get 10th place in this race. That's not, from my experience, that's not a, not a good way to go race a dirt bike. Do you do that? Yeah. I mean, uh, like every time I go race, it'll just be, or whatever. I'll just say to myself, like, I'm going to do my very best. And that's all I can really do at that point. Yeah. There are things inside of that. Once I establish that I'm going to do my very best, then I go to create the game plan for the day because that shows effort. Right. But yeah, and then I, the end I, result just happens. So you shouldn't really have expectations that you are obs- obsessing. You, really you shouldn't really have that, right? No, you're right. Mm-hmm. I don't. Cam, I agree. I've I you wouldn't believe how much I don't have to add. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you guys got to take this one. So when you go to Minios this year to race Amateur Day, what? Daytona. What's, what's your plan? What's your thought process before the gate drops? What are you thinking in your head? Oh, well, do you remember that one conversation we had when I did race? I had two classes, 85C and Super Mini. Yeah. And Super Mini was my fun one class and I always did better. Yep. I think I like I always ride better when my right now, like today, I rode way better today than I did yesterday at Jolly's. And I rode better today because all I thought about was technique. Yesterday, for some reason, I was thinking about other things. I was thinking about like filming and catching you and like messing around with oh, my buddies. Well, like, that's just distraction. No, but, but what I'm saying is like, if I could achieve that, if I were to go race and I could achieve like, I, this is so cliche, but ride your race mentality. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably, oh, so what I'd would probably be, do great. Would, would you have any steps you think? If I just go and ride. No, I don't know. I haven't raced in 10 years. What the frick do I know about racing? <laughs> I have no idea. I would I'd go to Chick-fil-A, hopefully, in the morning. Starbucks, maybe. Um, yeah. Start there. Start simple. Start consistent. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Just create a game plan. Just stay in the moment. Just got to go ride. Would be good advice. What was the question? I think maybe... Managing expectations. Managing expectations is really just a form of uh, anxiety for no reason. I don't, I don't think know. you should have expectations. I think that's but, uh yeah. But how do you not have expectations? You have expectations. Last Supercross season, you were like, "Oh, I don't have expectations." You're like, "I really want to make a main." Well, that's a goal. Yeah. That's Isn't him it? saying I want. It was to a, do. it was a little different. Yeah. But if you didn't get, make a main, I you would have been even, very I, not satisfied. I didn't even like like when I'd go to the LCQ and it was like top four, dude. You got to get top four. In my head, I was like, mm, I don't like that thinking. I don't like that. Yeah, right. Because that's expectation. I don't like that. You you almost did it on that one twenty five though. Almost did you you almost you got fourth place in the start. On the 125. Well, I came into the first turn in like dead last. And then yeah, I somehow. And then just, came. Dude, the audio. Do you remember the audio? No. You get like all the bikes stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're up from the outside. You're like, yeah. And just like, <laughs> God, it's freaking inside everybody. Dude, he has a shot of me at Gillette coming around. Unbelievable. The first turn in the LCQ and the 125. I'm in the way <laughs> outside. I kind of like let everybody go. And I was it mic'd up audio? Oh, I think oh, was it, just, just, it just rattled the stage because all no, of the bikes went bike quiet because everybody yeah. let off. And I saw, <laughs> I looked to my left and I saw a pocket 
of like nobody. And I just went. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember right seeing hole. this video. Came out fourth, dude. Yeah. I was like, we're in. We're doing it. And then halfway through the race, you stopped riding. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had I had a preseason, that's uh, why like you don't need expectations, right? Because even though my riding wasn't at a high level this last year, it was at a high enough level to where if fitness and preparation was there, it would have been you you know, easy main events. But it's like you have to have all the pieces of the puzzle and then don't have an expectation. You, yeah, it, you're going to have an expectation if you think about it. And then you just control your thought into like, okay, well, listen, I'm prepared. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on the start. And once the start happens, I'm going to do this, this, and this technique wise. And then the end result will happen in the future. And I'm not going to worry about that. No, see, okay. We're almost there. You're going to have an expectation. You can't go in with no expectations. You just need to have the right expectation. The 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 expectation should not be the result in the race, right? Okay. So what's the ex? What so then for me, honestly, I bet you I'd race really well if my expectation was I'm going to keep my feet on the whole time. Right. So you can anchor yourself with one right. thing like that, and that can be the expectation, and that's a good expectation to have. Right. Just set the expectation, a, not easy, the result. Yeah. Realistic thing that you can create a process to then obtain what's more basing than keeping your feet on the pegs um well you could just create the you can pick the lines in your head that you're going to hit in each section and just say, tell yourself that you're going to execute and stick to that game plan why does that seem way more complicated than keeping your feet on <laughs> well feet on is a basic one yeah well i was just thinking because remember when you started training at club last year your expectation was to do all the laps that was it. That was the most basic form. Make mm. every lap. Yes. That's more basic didn't, than keeping your feet on. Didn't complete that, but almost did. Almost did. <laughs> you tried. It was a good. And I tell you what, I did a lot more laps, a heck of a lot more laps than I would have if my expectation was keep up with these guys. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah because right. then I would have been so exhausted that I would have been doing half of the laps that I actually did. And so instead, my expectation was, AJ, just stay out there no matter what. I know you're out of shape. I know I'm doubling jumps and rolling the whoops at this point. And I'm getting lapped by guys that I should be beating, but just stay out there. Dude, we're, we're a bunch of geniuses. We just unlocked it. We unlocked the managing expectations question. Yeah, we did it guys. Set the right ones. Yep, we made it. <laughs> Things are different now. Um, yes, James. Do we have one more question? Want time for one more question? Why? Well, oh. Yeah, sure. Do you have a video? Yeah, I do. Is there any way we can loop it in here? Well, yeah, you just gotta, it doesn't happen now. You just gotta send it to me. All right. This just then? Is it a freshie right through the chat? Put up to your mic. Hang on. Is this Fire at Will? Yep. Really? Our boy. Our boy. Why did he Fire send it to you? Fire Will, you know better. Uh, so I got a weird story to set up my question. Uh, I was out riding today and I'm working on technique and stuff. Uh, and grinding at it. And these dudes came out to shoot next to me and started popping off ricochets next to me. Like four of them got within like 50 meters of me. They were like gangster gripping and stuff. It was a mess. So... I got warmed up, and I got going, and I got my heart rate up and stuff, and I had to completely stop, uh, wait them out, and then go back to it, and then I was making all these mental errors, uh, I think because I was already, like, kind of fatigued, but it did seem to hit me more. Uh, so I was wondering if you had any advice for kind of getting your brain back going uh, and, and refocusing once you kind of stopped and then started again. Appreciate you. Good question, Fire Will. Yeah, you were Weird he was, scenario. He was just, yeah. 
weird scenario. Sounds dangerous. Well, he was frustrated, which is what was causing the mistakes. I don't think he would have been fatigued necessarily as much as he would have been just probably frustrated that you had to start over again and take a break and... Similar scenario to you're leading the race and then you fall back, you fall and you're now you're in third. How do you keep going? And or or if there's a red mistakes? flag and you have to restart. Yeah, holy cow, that's hard to and do. And you got your first whole shot of your life. That's what happened to me. <laughs> what? For first laps I ever led was a red flag. No race. way. Yep. Then I probably got and red flags don't happen eighth. often in amateur races. Either. Yeah, dude. I. What'd you do? Tell us what you did. I went and you got eighth place after. Yeah. No, caved, well, yeah. I was an eighth place guy at the time. <laughs> okay. I, I had no, but I think I was at first cause they all fell. <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, you just said you have to reset, reset. This is a trick that I learned alongside Jay Cavanaugh. Shout out Jay Cavanaugh. He taught we, uh, we kind of learned it together. I think the reset trick. You could just say reset out loud. You could come up with a word that you say to kind of anchor yourself, just something to reset mentally. It could be, we would practice that at Supercross one season. I remember when he was actually with me at a bunch of the races. And if anything went wrong, anybody said anything slightly negative, if there was something in traffic that got us mad, if, you know, something at sign up was taking too long, if, uh, practice didn't go our way. Whatever it was, we would look at each other kind of with a smirk on our face and we would go, reset, reset. And we would just start over again. And it turned, that's where like the bad day thing really, like if there was even anything close to a bad day at, leading into that, they it turned into bad moments. And the mo- those moments went from five minutes to three minutes to two minutes to 10 seconds to five seconds. So just you just do a reset, I guess, and just start over. And you have to just forget about what just happened, which man, we could go down another rabbit hole. It takes for it takes a lot of practice to get good at doing that, because the the default is wow, what were those idiots doing? Why were they what what were they why were they right there just shooting? What how stupid could they be? What why why was that guy driving that truck? That truck is so stupid. That, that is the ugliest truck I've ever seen. Why were they shooting holding it sideways? What were, are they what what's wrong? <laughs> You know what I mean? No, it, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> it's a high stress situation, especially shooting guns. Right? They're loud too. That's so, the I most mean, extreme scenario. Yeah. yeah. So it's <laughs> very, issue. it's very stressful. Oh, I was right there, a bunch of dudes shooting guns near me. What on earth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, reset. No better moment than for a reset. Did, and was it, your word reset? Literally, it was reset. Oh, and it should have been more fun than that. It, we would say it, though, in like a joking way. You know, we're like, it was very obvious that something was going negative and it'd be a reset, reset, or somebody else would say something negative and you'd be like, reset, and you would like reset them. And <laughs> we need, oh, we need a word this season. That's funny. Comment yeah. what the word should well, be. <laughs> it can be, yeah, it could be whatever you want it to be. There's a lot of people, most of which, high-level guys, especially Roxon, Jet does it, Hunter does it, I think I've seen Sexton do something and I, you can look for it. When you watch these guys on the line, watch, watch what they do. All of them have something that they do. And that is to anchor them into a mindset to which they're now like out of, they are now a killer and like going to race. Uh, Roxon, I think Roxon does like one of these, Mm -hmm. right? Jet does, I think something similar. That's not just like, superstition or whatever that is to they are clicking into a different mindset 
that could be it could reset could be something that you physically do if it's attached to something that you're physically doing it's probably more powerful but yeah that's what you need because fire at will is probably just pissed fire at will is probably pissed a little he bit doesn't seem like a pissed kind of guy no i could see him getting pissed <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me do you know how pissed fire at will would get if there was bullets ricocheting within Why do you- 50 meters did he say or feet meters why is he talking metric James, he's spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the why? way you're saying piss is just... It's a very pissed way pissed. to say pissed. Uh, within meters of him? Meters. So fire at Will's going metric on us? That's how pissed he is. <laughs> he's very specific uh, on the grip. So yeah, which... fire at Will, just reset, man. Dude, what time just is it? pull a hard reset. Oh my gosh. It takes practice. You cannot just consider yourself to be a mis- a reset kind of guy you know what i've been Doesn't doing overnight. lately what that's been actually working really well i will literally set a two minute timer mm-hmm. on my phone okay and then so from two minutes to a minute and 55 seconds i'm inhaling right and then from a minute 55 to a minute 50 i'm holding it in oh so you're just doing two minutes of breathing yeah. right so five seconds of each thing mm-hmm. so i'm inhaling holding it in exhaling holding holding it out right and i'll do that until the timer runs out and if you really just focus on breathing by the time you're done with it Mm -hmm. you feel so good absolutely and then at the end of that i'll maybe like if i'm really upset i'll go through a little gratitude checklist like a few things that i'm grateful for right when you wake up so there's a bunch of different tools that i've I've worked with a breath coach before Really interesting. Super mm-hmm. interesting. I'd recommend doing it at some point, even if it's just a few sessions to like create an understanding of what breath work w- looks like and feels like. It's great. Uh, I used to also for, I, when I saw my, I saw a hypnotist for, yeah, yeah. have you too? No, but you told me. Mm. And he was an ex uh, Marine fighter. So he was a fighter pilot of some sort, I think. So, and this dude is awesome. Ram- Ramsey was his name. Saw him in Virginia. He got me watching a short Tony Robbins thing in the morning. It was called like a priming. Ever hear, ever hear of no. it? No. And what it was is he just created this priming thing to, that you're supposed to watch right when you wake up or listen to right when you wake up. Go through this process. It starts with a breathing exercise. It's like... <laughs> like hard exhales uh, with, I think like the doing it's great. Whatever it is, it actually makes you feel quite good. And then he walks, I, I recommend do it, do it a couple times in the morning. Tony Robbins priming. You're going to feel like a crazy person, but just do it a few times. And it, it's nice. And then it has you go through uh, and think about things that you're grateful for. Think about a couple of goals or things that you have in your mind that you want to achieve and picture yourself having already achieved them. And it goes through a couple steps. It's really, really good. If you can do, and there's a million different things that I've practiced and done. I have my routine now, which now I, I like just actually just reading the book and having a notepad so I can create notes and it will just create brain. It's like a brainstorming tool for me. The book is, but yeah. Doing Very a little, good. Pri- doing a little priming action. Yeah. In the morning, waking up with gratitude, going to bed before you go to sleep, thinking of things you're grateful for. Sure, that's great. Sounds hokey. Sound does what? Sound, it does <laughs> anything Dude. that you could say in this topic sounds hokey. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, so. Absolutely. 
for sure. Uh, well, certainly I'm ready to shower and go to bed. Oh my gosh. Why, oh, how so did we just tired. make another wicked long podcast? Yeah, I know. But it's 11 o'clock. Dude. But what I will say. I gotta, I have to edit for the next probably we two have hours. To, I have to get up early because I got to wash my bike before class starts. What? Why? It's dirty. Just yeah, ride see, it. You're going to get dirty again. Reset. We're getting negative. Reset it. Ride the dirt bike. Be positive. Dude, if I keep riding that no, thing, it's going to fall apart. I don't know what's Be going on. happy. That Your bike sounds not good. There's something wrong with the valves. Motor-wise motor doesn't sound good. Also sounds like it's rattling apart. Yeah. I, yeah. I think a valve spring broke. That's my guess. That would explain the backfires and the rattling. Yeah. Because that valve won't be moving. KTM, dude. Get a Honda. Well, Honda, hey, if you're watching this. Yeah, hook the team up. Jeez. Team Your boy Moto needs Academy. a ride. Team Moto Academy does need a fleet of bikes, Honda. That'd be fun. Starting with. I'd ride Honda. Yours truly. <laughs> True. You got any yet? No, you haven't. No. You're supposed to get a 450. Oh, I got nothing. I, no, I'm going to. Not yet. I'm going to ride Jet's bike for now. Probably. That'd be so cool. Uh, yeah. So Honda, don't send me a bike quite yet. Let me ride Jet's bike for a little bit. And then send me that one. And no. then send me a bunch of bikes. I mean, Jet rides a new model year each time, right? Just ride the championship bike. Yeah. He ain't using it. No. Yeah. That'd be that so cool. That would work for me. Yeah. Sure. You probably wouldn't have to change anything. Nothing. Probably nothing. <laughs> nothing. He's If he's anything, it'd be heavier. a little stiff. He's a little yeah, heavier. But then him. again, you want that. Well, okay, folks. Wow, we really need to end this. But guys, if anybody listened to this whole thing, good for you. I hope yeah. you did. This Sorry we uh, only do a handful of questions each time. We have other questions that we need to answer. We do have answer. a lot now. Thank yeah. you. So Let's thank keep you sending them in. Please do. Yeah. Please, where do I look? I look there. The yeah, right keep one. sending in questions in regards to what anything. Anything. Because if they're not in this podcast or not in the next one, they will get into a podcast eventually when we've feel it's appropriate topic just based on mm -hmm. whatever your question is. So keep sending them to cameraman cam vertical video inside of the app. By the way, guys, we have for the, the one person still listening, shout out driver, Jamie, I driver bet you he's Jamie. still listening. Yeah. Yes. Shout out. We have a community feature coming within the app. Uh, should I have even said that yet in hopefully the no, next 45 days? It's well, I guess. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'm sure. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Your freaking app. Jeez, Cam. Why wouldn't I want to say that? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe a fun announcement. Doesn't matter, though. Already happened. Nobody's listening at this point. <laughs> that's a great confidence. There's some really, really, really... That's going to be really cool. It's going to be so cool. I can't wait. It is the next level up for the app. We're I'm excited for that. An hour and 49 seconds and... 49. Those are minutes. An hour and 49 minutes and 10 seconds. Two hours, dude. Again, good for us. Okay, folks, yeah, I we had class all day today. It is now. Oh, what time is it tonight? Uh, it 11, is eleven ten. It's eleven ten. I'm tired. You want to say that we got lucky? We didn't. Moto Academy works hard. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. You want to stay up and edit with me tonight? No. No. You want to get I, up early and edit with me? I get up early. I would do. Stay up late? No. Well, I'm gonna do both. I'm old now. I get up early in the morning. You're almost thirty. Yeah, yeah. So that means I get up early, go to bed early. Dude, we gotta stop talking. Seriously. <clears throat> My voice say, hurts. Say the word. Say the word. Toodaloo.